Good morning, everyone. Very, very warm welcome to our early morning trade plan session. This is your opportunity to be as prepared as you possibly can for today's trading opportunities. Uh, good morning to those of you joining us live. Um, hope you had a good weekend. Uh, and we're, we're now ready to go again uh, for the week ahead. Um, so let's get straight into it then. Uh, if you're joining us via one of our podcasts, good to have you on board. Um, now, we'll be identifying, we'll be posting our trade plan at the end of this session uh, into the chat box. For those of you attending live, we'll be able to take that information away with you uh, there and then, which um, really, I suppose, just allows us to to set our trading charts up in, in a certain way, um, looking for markets to move in a certain direction. And we can just really focus on those opportunities uh, in quite some detail, which certainly during these market conditions is uh, is essential. Um, okay, so please see our risk warning currently up on screen. And just to expand and explain a little bit more detail, um, all profitable traders need to make some decisions regarding which markets to trade. Excuse me. Uh, where do you enter those markets? Where do you exit those markets? How do you manage risk? Hopefully prior to entry, you're not amending and changing your risk once you're in the trade. Uh, how do you manage each trade to hopefully a successful outcome? Um, what decisions do you need to make regarding that? And also trade psychology as well. So um, being in control of your own mind and your own approach, uh, the emotions of trading financial markets can be, like last week was really quite quite choppy, although there was direction uh, to be seen in certain places. Um, some of the price action was really quite volatile. And that's really what we do here at The Live Trader. We look at these considerations live every day. So we do have our, um, uh, this is where your trade plan comes in. So we can focus on executing uh, the, the, the better probability trades uh, out there. And um, as you know, we are strong advocates of being consistent in the type of trader you are know what type of trader you are, know what sort of opportunities you look for, be consistent in executing those opportunities, be disciplined with your capital, and of course, be patient as well. All very, very important facets of trading financial markets. Okay, so let's start with a review of potential market moving news. So for this, we'll get up at Forex Factory. And um, as we look through here, we, we, we've currently got Davos as well uh, at the moment. So um, that will very likely raise some interesting discussion points i'm sure now um it's it's unusually at this time of the year normally it's around february time uh in the snow so um as we look at today's news events you can see there's there's we look for high impact news events and it's a, it's a bank holiday in canada so be mindful of that if you trade the canadian dollar and um, we've just got the boe uh, governor bailey uh, due to speak as well um, and if we look at this, he's due to participate in a panel discussion type of monetary policy, uh, policy interaction and inflation in the post-pandemic world with severe geopolitical tensions. Now, some of those tensions have eased just marginally over the weekend with um, with the US suggesting that they'll, they'll look to ease um, uh, trade war tensions with China. So all of that it adds to the geopolitical sort of positivity that, that could be gained from, from such a, a move. Um, Governor Bailey set the cat amongst the pigeons by being the first central banker really to sort of point out to markets that in actual fact, they can look for, they're looking at higher inflation and lower growth now, which is kind of stagflation. It's kind of, uh, it's, 
it's not a good situation either for the economy and there's there's a lot of sort of bearish angst as well behind the pound and the uk so and and the, the fact that this is a panel discussion um i'm sure there'll be a little bit of back and forth it doesn't suggest that there's questions here from the audience but they very well may be so no doubt people will have his comments of of uh, two weeks ago at the forefront of their minds so we'll see how that event goes and just be mindful if you happen to be trading uh, any sort of pound related um, market uh, be mindful of that event apart from that nothing of any major concern at 9 a.m we've got a business climate um german business climate ifo data and you can see it's i suppose holding its own is probably the you know we haven't seen the kind of the wheels come off just yet you know we're, we're not back down to the crash sort of levels down at sort of mid 70s so we're mid 90s it's not great we're not at recent highs around the 100 level but we're not too far off it either uh, a bit of positivity i suppose two out of the last oh, well, three out of the last four ifo numbers we'll just really see how this how this event plays out um, and we're looking for the deviation does it come in line with expectations in which case there'll probably be very little of a market response um, or is this climate ifo um, data point is it coming in way above expectations which means there's a bit of extra positivity there or, or perhaps coming in below that uh, and really bearing the brunt of kind of what's going on in europe at the moment so uh, an interesting news event uh, we, we keep an eye on those uh, over the course of the day so let's go to these all important charts then um we spoke yes uh, sorry we, we spoke a, a good bit last week about the potential for some buying opportunities beginning to kick in but when we talk about volatility look look at kind of what we saw and, and the s p currently up on screen is a really good example of that the momentum is clearly to the downside so there's no getting away from that let's get my pen up on screen Sorry, bear with me. Okay, you can see the downward measure. You can see the downward momentum really kicking into this trade uh, more often than not, if we scroll back a little bit further. Um, broadly speaking, from um, towards the end of March, pretty much is what we've... Um, let me get my pen up. Um, so we can see this little momentum trade to the downside. So we've been very bearish since sort of uh, November time. You know, this kind of softening is actually probably longer term uh, a really good thing. We had this belligerent bullish uh, bull trend, bull market for far too long. Um, I suppose ultimately the best part of uh, 12 years and now we're getting a little softening and now there's arguments to suggest right well there's a little bit of value in this we're looking at a sort of a 20 to perhaps 25 uh, percent drop off its highs you might start thinking about value in this context and if we go back to thursday's numbers 
And if I just zoom in, let me do this again, and I'll zoom in a little bit more. So you can see the downtrend. So we're not we're not suggesting that you know it's it's game over to the downside by any stretch. You know, we're probably likely to get further. So what we look for is potential levels of support. So we could see clearly the, the 38.58 was a strong level of support, and that, that was proved on Thursday. Um, we created this little high in here, and we've got just a marginal high on that trade. So we were able to capitalize on a really good sell trade uh, on the Wednesday. Thursday was a bit of indecision. And then Friday, we got an opportunity to get into the upside on, on the reversal trade, expecting further upside, and it failed. So there was a failure there on Friday. Uh, it sucked us in on the, the S&P and the NASDAQ. Both of those trades were looking really quite positive at one point. We had people, you know, get in touch and say, you know, like, you know, surely we're only looking to sell uh, these markets. And the reality is, if an opportunity presents itself to, to, to get into a buy trade, we want to try and take it. Um, it just so happened that the, uh, the price action, you know, maintained its very, very bearish stance. But as you can see that, you know, there's still an opportunity to buy this market. It, it's it's just really volatile down at these low lower levels um and this is quite a sizable this is the best part of a hundred pip uh, or a hundred uh, point little swing and, and little vol volatile little range down at these lower levels so it's quite choppy obviously if you work with a, a stop loss and then something like the s p would be looking at a 30 to maybe 40 point and if you get in these hundred point swings you know it, it does make it challenging so um so we were looking at this turnaround trade, but as you can see, look what happened. Prices made new lows. We got down to the 38.10 level. Then we subsequently kind of reversed as the day unfolded and as the markets have opened. And now since uh, overnight during the Asian session, it's now looking a lot more positive again, isn't it? So, um, what we can identify this trading opportunity as is a, a potential double bottom. Very bearish um, initial move. We create a low uh, at exactly the 38.58. We then bounce back into the 4100. And now we're attempting to make a new low. Now we've made a marginal new low, which kind of scuppers the the, the the trade ideas a little bit but what we're suggesting is that there's still potential for a little bounce in this market not a massive one um but there's 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 a little bit of air above it and this market can easily move into that zone the point is with these markets we're not gonna we're not gonna get too committed to the upside we we're still looking for the bear trade so if prices go up to you know 40 40 50 level we'd be looking to probably take profit around that little zone and if we get rollover back to the downside we're still below the monthly low then we'd be looking for that opportunity so it is a more difficult trade uh it's much easier to to, to wait for the sell trade at the highs um which is what we did last week did very successfully but we did give back a little on friday with um friday's volatility so the S&P, same analysis, um, the potential of a, a W formation, those of you that are very familiar with your technical analysis, this is the, the 
the third part of, of this level has been maintained. And now we're suggesting just a little bit of further upside uh, above this little range in here. So we'll have another look at those trades. If we do that trade, we're going to we're going to do it almost carefully. Same analysis all across the U.S. industry markets. So that will certainly be a focus. Um, and like I said, it's a short-term view. It's not a structural, mental change for us that we're just all-out buyers now of the industry markets. We're just looking to capitalize on a short-term buy trade. UK 100, um, looking a little bit bullish, but there's the, the, the choppy price action, the up and down nature of this market. Uh, same situation really with the DAX. Um, the Nikkei, we're, we're in this fairly long-term sideways moving pattern now. And, and Bitcoin has had, I mean, it's had quite a turbulent couple of weeks now down at these lows. I still wouldn't be, there's a potential buy trade above 31,440, um, which would give you a short term sort of move to the upside. Um, but structurally, we're, we're still, you know, certainly technically as well, it's still very, very bearish. Okay. So as far as risk is concerned, there is an appetite for um, some risk, risk on trading opportunities. Uh, with the impact that that's likely to have on the dollar, it's, we've seen a bit of dollar weakness. Um, we're seeing that play out in markets like, uh, like gold. And, and we spoke on uh, a couple of days last week, Thursday and Friday, if we, if we saw prices break above the 1849 level, we'd be interested in a buy trade. And that still exists. However, um, we can probably experience a little bit further downside at some point in this market. It's uh, it's not that uh, convenient to trade. Um, bearish market, as you can see, um, largely due to a really strong dollar, um, but the potential for some upside exists. Oil, uh, we're still in our oil trade, believe it or not, from last week. So um, currently doing well. They with some of the supply side constraints that are filtering through these markets. Um, we would have probably expected a little bit more upside, but nonetheless, we are sort of getting there slowly. And then just to, um, just to look at the yen pairs, there's a, a bit of risk on market condition across these markets. And I haven't even got to the dollar yet. So just the yen is weakening. Um, the the dollar yen is kind of failing to break below the um, the 127 level, as you can see on screen. A little bit of sideways moving price action here over the last month or so, um, with this now this potentially bearish aspect to it as well. So as far as risk on, we can see those opportunities developing. A lot of up and down last week, but um, what what we can see over the last week really is more more dollar weakness than dollar strength, and that was really our view last week uh, across these markets, um, largely in markets like the the dollar Swiss. 
those were our markets of choice um and and the uh we had a good a good sell trade on the dollar cad as well so plenty there's more momentum in these trades to the downside so we can look for probably the better opportunities across the dollar as well the euro dollar might see a further bounce the pound is kind of kicking out out of this range from last week see these are these are secondary trend trades so we can probably expect some volatility in these directions so slightly slightly reduced trade size perhaps um because we're, we're we're running into these previous highs and um the dollar cad could be further downside for us the dollar swiss potentially further below the the 96 96 level there were levels from last week the 127.76 and you can see we're quite close to those as, as as we speak as well and we finally overnight got a break above that 70 74 level um in the aussie dollar so clearly some um dollar weakness very much in line with the overriding market conditions which are risk off so let's put these into our trade plan and some mild pound strength uh, over the the euro dollar the overall bearish aspect of this market is self-evident but we've had a prolonged two or three week period of significant volatility to the upside so it hasn't been that easy to trade the euro pound okay so um let's call these numbers then uh we put it into our trade plan and we shall let you guys go for the morning and uh, we'll be trading these markets fully live and interactive now uh when we switch across so s p looking for a buy trade now a short-term buy trade this is not structurally this is not a structural shift at all. Okay. Um, which other one will give us the slightly better opportunity? Right, the Dow is in a kind of a similar, similar vein. So we can clearly see that that is the 31,593 level in the Dow. Um, we certainly have US oil above 110.54. 110.54. I'll put these up on screen now in just a moment. Gold. We might see some benefit with the weakening dollar uh, on gold. Um, we spoke about it last week, so we'll have a look at that above the 19, the sorry, 1849 level. We'd expect a little bit of sh short-term buying opportunities, and maybe we might add a couple of dollar, couple of dollar trades. The question is, so the pound is slightly stronger than the than the euro. So there's plenty of air below these little levels. We've had quite a little tight range there in the dollar Swiss. We quite like the dollar CAD again with some capital coming into oil. So the Aussie and New Zealand are looking quite strong. Let's stick with the dollar Swiss. It was good to us last week. 
to the downside and the level would be the 96 96 level you could probably pick any of these dollar pairs uh we're going to pick the dollar swiss and the dollar cad there are a few things going for them a little bit more structurally 120 127 76 127 76. okay i think that will do us as a, a fairly decent trade plan for us to to get involved with. So uh, our overall view of these markets last week was pretty much, um, sorry, should I say probably last Friday morning was kind of quite indecisive markets. And unfortunately, that's what it proved over the course of the trading day. So um, the disappointing aspect to Friday was that we got sucked in on the uh, the volatility in the S&P and also the NASDAQ, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. So potential buy, just down here at the bottom, potential buy trades above that 39.43. And we're, we're now above those levels. Um, but uh, we didn't stay. We saw these structural failures in the smaller timeframes to the upside, but they, they didn't hang around for very long and subsequently start to roll back over to the downside. So a little bit more positivity in today's markets. So we're, we're moving from a sort of an indecisive lack of clarity type of trading market condition to more of a, a risk on. So there seems to be a small appetite for risk again. The dollar's weakening in, in, in correlation, which is, which is good. Uh, so what we'll do is we'll have the dollar Swiss and the dollar CAD. We will, we'll, we'll keep that. Um, but we'll put the S and P up here. Uh, so we're looking to buy the S and P above the, the 39.52, 39.52. Um, 31 593 and then we've got the dollar swiss trade yeah below the 9696 so that's from last week the dollar cad below the 2776 27 26 just a few pips lower yeah gold is fine looking to buy gold above that 1849 from last week as well u.s oil uh we're slightly higher now in u.s oil looking for further upside above a 110.54 110.54 okay change these numbers three four five and six okay so just to review then just before i let you guys go our trade plan today we've got a risk on theme in these markets and that may last for the session that may last for three days it may last for one hour that's the difficulty with these markets at the minute something could change it pretty quickly um, but for now as we're looking at these markets we are looking to um, buy the s p above the 39.52 we're looking to buy the dow jones industrial average above the 31.593. We're looking to sell the dollar Swiss below the 96.96. We're looking to sell the dollar CAD below the 127.76.
And then we're looking to buy commodities as well, looking to buy gold above the 1849. We're just above that in a minute. So if we get a little bit of a pullback, we might look to get in at that, at that point. We've got a weakening dollar, which kind of supports um, potentially gold higher as well. And US oil, we're looking for a further continuation above the 110.54. So that's our trade plan, guys. We're going to post it into the chat box. Uh, feel free, of course, to take it away with you. There you go. Um, good morning, guys. Hope you all had a good weekend. So it's ready to go again. So on that note, guys, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, if there's any questions, feel free to post them and we'll, uh, we'll address them as well. Uh, before we close off the, the broadcast. So um, on that note, we'll switch across to our live trade room. We trade the, the markets, the US, sorry, the European trading session from 8 a.m. and also the US trading session from 12.30. So if you want to join us for that, you're very welcome to do so. For more information, just go to livetradingroom.com uh, and feel free to contact us if you have any questions through the website. Great stuff, guys. On that note, take care. Um, We'll, we'll see you in the other room uh, for everyone here at the live trade room. Bye for now.